I think I'd take after mother, she said. No doubt that's why you and I have never been very companionable. The schoolmaster raised his pale, faintly surprised eyes to her face. He had not noticed, during these fourteen years, that he and his daughter had not been companionable, and it amazed him to hear that she thought herself like his passionate dead wife, for he had never credited her with a single passionate thought or feeling. He smiled faintly, as if at the quaint saying of a child, and rising to his feet he said that he would go out and see if the gig were coming. A moment later Kate had seen the gig pass the window. She rose with a sigh of relief, and as she walked out of the kitchen and down the narrow passage to the door, she felt that she was shaking a dead weight of misery from her shoulders. Before climbing into the gig she had kissed her father, a formal and unwilling kiss which she had given him only because she had felt that perhaps the occasion demanded it. And then, as the gig moved off, she had waved to him once and resolutely turned her back on him and the school, never looking round until the gig had rounded the corner onto the Elchester Road. Then she turned her head. The school, the church, and the green were shut from sight, gone as though they had never been, and with them had gone the long monotony of her life there. She had cut herself off from the past. It had closed behind her suddenly as a door, and, closed before her, stood the door of the future, to which, with a bold and determined recklessness, she had committed herself. Like a swimmer who dives from a height into a deep pool, she felt herself freed and invigorated by that confident leap into the unknown. Its effect was exhilarating as a glass of wine. It seemed to her that the blood ran more swiftly and warmly in her veins, an impulse to sing stirred in the muscles of her throat. And now, too, she felt happy to be with old Ben. Her earlier feelings of aversion were quite gone. She liked him extremely, and though she did not love him, she had discovered how delightful it was to be loved and admired. Her whole being was filled with a warm self-preoccupation, like a rose opening in the sunlight. The thought of her new home, too, filled her with excited anticipation and so did the thought of the dresses and hats which she had had made in Elchester, with money that Ben Humphrey had given her. She had not seen them since she had tried them on at the dressmaker's, for she had ordered them to be sent direct to the Grange. For years she had worn only black or grey, but the new dresses were of various colours. My life is beginning at last, she said to herself, shivering with pleasure at the touch of the sunshine and the exhilarating movement of the gig.